The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store. Head over to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com and use promo code MADNESS for 10% off orders of $40 or more. Hello and welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'm your host, Ryan Gilbert, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Joel Meyer. How are we doing tonight, bud? Oh, doing, uh, well, I would say doing okay, but I'm not doing okay. I'm I'm currently sweating a uh, salami under, and it's, it's the one thing I hate betting. It's just the most nerve-wracking bet of all. You're sweating every fucking goal across all 10 games. And, uh, yeah, the Hurricanes tying it there at 3-3 does not help the uh, salami under at all. Uh, I should have just went with the salami over, as usual. But, uh, yeah, I just thought there'd be more unders today, but... Uh, Fuck me, I guess it's it's looking like another bloodbath. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason that the emoji in the Discord is you with with the salami, and not you with the slim jim. You're you're known for your your salami plays, and unfortunately, the slim jim is is not looking too good for you. But yeah, overall, it's been a uh, pretty rough start to the week. Uh, a few a few crazy games here. Last night, Senators getting blown out by the Blackhawks. Uh, tonight, Pittsburgh came back for its overtime. They're in overtime now against the Blue Jackets. Carolina, like you said, just came back against the Canadians. So plenty of big favorites uh, in danger of losing. Devils blew a third period lead against the Leafs. Must be opposite day there or something. Yeah, it's been a, uh, a crazy few days here after the trade deadline. It's usually when you, I, I think I thought you can like uh, you know count on the teams that are pushing for the playoffs, but it, it doesn't seem like that right now. Maybe that's something we can get into more or we'll see more of uh, as the weeks move along here. But uh, uh, make sure. That brings me to uh, what I noticed yesterday, or started noticing yesterday, with all the, these dogs, and uh, it's it's tricky these days because you got a a bunch <laughs> of different players stepping in like prospects, rookies, or just AHLers uh, trying to get their chance. Like uh, yesterday, for example, Luke was his Luke uh, Evangelista for the Predators. No idea who the fuck he was. <laughs> uh, scored twice against the Canucks, almost ruined that bet. And then today, some guy. Career AHLer scores for the Blue Jackets. Um, yeah, it's just these guys are fighting for their NHL lives. So sometimes that that extra motivation makes up for lack of uh, talent in the rest of the team or uh, the guys they lost to uh, injury or trades. So yeah, that's why maybe these dogs are, are getting a little more valuable here, especially with the playoff teams looking forward and, and not exactly in a in a, the most competitive mood right now. Maybe just. Uh, playing their better guys less and just taking it easier in general. So yeah, just look out for these big dogs. It's a, it's a tricky time of the year. That's for sure. And um, I'm definitely going to scale back my stakes somewhat, especially because the, yeah, it's just, it's just a minefield right now. 
Yeah, that, that, that's a good point. These these teams, like you look at them, like okay, the, the Canadians are out of it; they're not going to win. But I mean, they have all these guys, like you said, stepping up. The effort's going to be possibly more than the team they're playing against. That you know, is just kind of not playing out the season till the playoffs. But like they they know they're going to make the playoffs. They know their their seeding is probably determined, especially with a team like the Bruins or the the Hurricanes. Even yeah, you could see those those teams that shouldn't be winning winning. Uh, teams that should be tanking. Uh, Flyers look like they're going to lose tonight tonight. So that that's uh, it's good for the tank and good for the uh, under season point total there. But yeah, it's uh been, been a crazy few nights here. Oh, Avalanche already out shooting the Sharks 16-2 here up to nothing. That's that's good there. And there's been a lot of talk in, about those uh, underdog bets in the Discord. Uh, if not in there already, you're missing out. SG.pn/discord. Completely free, uh, plenty of good conversation, good bets, good uh, betting strategies in there. So make sure you uh, check that out. It's also where Joel and I post all of our bets before the uh, game start for the night. So if you miss the podcast or if you, you know, or if one of us adds a, adds a pick or a bet uh, after the podcast, you'll be able to see it then. So make sure you get in the Discord and make sure you are subscribed to the Hockey Gambling Podcast feed. Uh, that's where the podcast drop first and then the SGPN feed as well. The Hockey Game Podcast feed is uh, most important for us to help us grow here. Uh, and make sure you leave us a five-star rating review as well on the Hockey Gambling Podcast feed on Apple or just a five-star review, five-star rating on Spotify. And give us a follow on Twitter as well, at uh, HockeySGPN. we got a, a new Twitter intern there tonight doing a good job so far. So hopefully we can uh, keep that up here as the season moves along. All right, before we get into this uh Massive three games slate on Wednesday. We got a uh, not a Professor Joel segment. We got Professor Ryan coming to you here. Uh, recently, I've been throwing out some live bets in the, in the Discord. Uh, live betting has been something I've been tracking since I've tra- tracked all my bets since uh, the start of the new calendar year. Been tagging them live bets, money line, puck line, whatever they are. And live betting has been more profitable for me than uh, pregame betting. So I figured I'd go over some uh, live betting things. Uh, just the first basic thing is know, know the teams. Know the situation. Like in any game, is one team on a back-to-back? You know, they might tire it out in the third period. Is one team rested? They could come out rusty and look to bet on them if they go down early. You know, road versus home. Obviously, some teams are, are much better on at home than they're on the road. Uh, the Panthers are a prime example of that. They, they beat the Golden Knights tonight 2-1, but they're a pretty bad road team. So knowing that about the teams, so so basically if you just follow hockey and, and follow the podcast and follow betting enough, you have a good grasp of that. And then uh, the key indicators I look for, the basic thing is, you know, shots on goal is, is the basic thing. If you just go to the NHL.com slash scores page, it has the score for every game and, and the live shots. So that's the first thing I look at. You know, if there's a big shot disparity and uh, the team is losing, then I, I would look at them. So like if the Avs were out shooting the Sharks 17-2 and losing, I would or and losing or, or tied, I would look at them if the Sharks scored. Uh, it could backfire at times. Last night with the uh, Senators, I bet them pregame on the puck line and I bet them after they went down 2 nothing against the Blackhawks. And that lost. But on the other hand, you got games like tonight where Columbus goes up 4 nothing on the Penguins. Penguins came back to win 5-4 in uh, overtime there. So I had a small sprinkle on the Penguins' money line. But typically what I try to do for um, live betting is do more spread bets. So either plus 1.5 or plus 2.5 if it's a 2 or 3 goal game. And the team looks like it might get back into it. Just so, you know, if it goes to overtime, you have that insurance. And just, just you know, know if the teams are, are going to be teams that play close games. The, the Bruins play close games. The Canucks are known for blowing leads. So having a sense of the teams 
and along with the shots on goal, look at if the goal was scored on the power play. If, you know, if a team's up 2 nothing, but both goals came on the power play, the other team's out shooting them, that's probably a good spot to look for a live bet. And uh, outside of just shots on goal, you can look at 5-on-5, uh, five five, Corsi 4, expected goals 4, scoring chances 4. Uh, my good go-tos for that are Natural Stat Trick and uh, Money Puck. Natural Stat Trick, their homepage, they have all the games there with all the 5-on-5 five five stats. For them, you can click into them and see them by period or see a shot chart. So uh, plenty of good resources there. And then Money Puck has this thing called the uh, Deserve to Win meter, where it, it simulates the game up to that point as if both teams had league average goaltending. So it, it takes the quality of the shot, the expected goals on it. You know, if if they had quality goal, if they had average goaltending, what it would look like. So for example, tonight uh, the Penguins had an 88.89% deserve to win win deserve to win ometer here. And it simulates the game a thousand times. So like that that shows that they were dominant in the game, even though that they, they were losing and they were worth a good a good live bet. Um sometimes that can be misleading because it does factor in all situations. So if it is a lot of power play stuff. So, so I do like to compare and contrast both money puck and natural stat trick before placing a bet. Uh, I feel like I've talked a lot there. You got any questions, uh, comments, or anything anything to add on, on those two points? Not really. I, you know, I'm not much of a live better myself, but when I when I do live bet, I like to be watching the game because the most important thing for me when live betting is to capture things that aren't captured by the the markets. Like these lines are adjusted on algorithms. They're not people moving these lines uh, unless they're getting like some massive money coming in on a certain thing. Then they'll get the traders in there to monitor stuff. But it's a general rule. These these are markets that are moved by um, automation. They're they're just uh, they're based on the opening numbers, and then uh, there's a bunch of different models that go into it. That, that's where it adjusts, but they don't really account for things like, um, like in football. That that's where I do most of my live betting. If I mean, I don't do a lot there either. But uh, when I'm watching a game, say there's an important left tackle, that's not going to be uh, mm. captured by the market. Uh, so, and and especially if you know the backup isn't useless, then they're going to have a huge advantage to the other team. So, uh, for example, I don't know the Dallas Cowboys a couple of years. A couple years ago, it was like, uh, uh, what's his name? The left tackle there. Uh, it's, it escapes him, but he's super important. And uh, they just scored a touchdown, but he was injured on the drive. So I bet Washington Redskins and uh, that ended up winning. That's just a classic example. Also, like in college football, especially like the backup quarterbacks can be really fucking bad. <laughs> so if the main quarterback goes out and it only just like a few points, it's not nearly enough. It's like, uh, so if, yeah, if you, if you know the quarterbacks, uh, in hockey, it, it could be like the backup goalie. Say, uh, if it's David Ayers, for example, the, the <laughs> e-bug coming in, then he just hammered the Leafs, right? <laughs> yeah, right? can't lose, can't lose there. <laughs> but that that was an example where the market didn't move enough, considering it was an e-bug coming in against uh, a good Toronto team, and uh, it didn't work out, obviously. But yeah, that that's a good example of when to step in, in my opinion, to get those things where the market isn't uh, adjusting enough for what has happened in the game. Also, stuff like uh, if you notice that a team is, is uh, I don't know, bullying another team, like just uh, physically impressive stuff that isn't really captured in the in the stats, then, uh, yeah, you can go with that, too. Or, like, matchup advantages, like, say a, a wide receiver is targeting a, a certain corner. He's just getting them every time. He's just not quite getting the ball. And uh, that's something that you can look to, uh, thinking that he'll start getting some better luck going forward. Um, yeah, so that, that's what I do with live betting, but, uh, I'm not, I'm not the expert on it. Oh, that, that's an excellent point you make. I, I mean, ideally you want to be watching the game that you're live betting, but 
and sometimes I do kind of throw it on if it's on ESPN Plus or a, a different website that may or may not be legal. I, I throw it on and you know watch it for a few minutes before betting it. But if it's a team that where the shots on goal is such a huge disparity, I'll, I'll throw I'll just throw a bet on it. Yeah, I, mean, I don't I can't imagine there's too many injuries like that in hockey, but stuff like you said, like physically dominating the team, if they're controlling play in the zone but not getting shots off, then not that's not going to be shown in shots, it's not going to be shown in expected goals. If they're, if they're just cycling and cycling, they're still controlling play, but the algorithm's not going to see that. So stuff like the that. Bruins are, Bruins are a classic example of that because they're not really a, an analytical team, but they're, they're able to uh, just capitalize on their chances because they always look for the best chance. And that's not really something that's uh, shown in stats right now, even in the advanced stats. So yeah, a team like the Bruins is definitely a team that you can, uh, Look to live. Also, one more thing for, uh, I don't know, you can finish it off. Uh, this year, in in particular, the underdog has been awesome for live betting because no team has been able to hold a lead, except for the Bruins, of course. But uh, even uh, like a Daryl Sutter team, the Flames been really bad at, at holding leads, like we saw last night against the Stars, giving up uh, two goal leads, not once, but twice, uh, before winning uh, with a few seconds left there. But the, yeah, like this year, it's definitely like uh, I know you've been doing a lot of the plus one and a half, plus two and a half, whatever live money line on the dog. Uh, that that's been working out great this year because uh, yeah, no teams aren't interested in holding leads; they just want to score goals and keep attacking. But that opens you up to the other uh, the other uh, other team going forward. So yeah, that that's worked out this year. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I remember. I think I don't know if it was this year or last year. I don't remember exactly what the game it was, but like. Like a classic battle of Alberta when their flames aren't being the flames. Like that can go back and forth like so many times. I, I there was one time I, I had plus one and a half on both sides at at at, uh, at plus odds. So I, if, if it was a one goal game, I was gonna gonna hit both. And that that's something else I try to do. Uh, I try to separate my my pregame bet from my live bet. But if I bet an underdog pregame and and they're winning and uh, the better team is plus one and a half at plus money, I'll usually take that uh, just to get the middle there possibility especially just with so many overtime games and, and like you said, so many blown leads there. Uh, you can also look up the team scoring by period. Uh, NHL.com has that under their team stats. You can filter that out. Also on the hockey reference page, every team page, if you go to their situational stats, it has their uh, record when leading after one period, when trailing after one period, when tied after one period, same thing after two, scoring by period, shots by period. So, if that's something you have time to look at, definitely do that. Um, and also, as always, with with uh, all bets, shop around. If you have multiple books, uh, you know, I if you're if I'm on my computer, I open up four tabs, open up uh, four the four main books I look I use, and, and look at them all and see which has the best the best odds. Because sometimes a team can be like plus two fifty. I think with the Penguins today, they were they were plus two fifty at one book, and I got them plus three forty at a different one. So. I mean, these these books can't catch up to each other. They probably have different live algorithms. So make sure you do shop around. And yeah, finally, the uh, I've, no, the, the bets I, I primarily make are, are plus one and a half or, or plus odd ones. Uh, I showed my live betting tracking so far this season. Like I'm like 50 and 90, or not this season, but this calendar year. I'm like 50 and 90, but I'm up five units because, you know, most of those losses are, and most of the wins, most of just the bets overall, do have plus odds, whether they're on the money line or on the plus one and a half or what have you. So, um, and also just bet within your means, you know, if, if you're starting out live betting, bet half a unit, bet a quarter unit just to, you know, get, know, know what you're good at and always make sure, make sure you're tracking your stuff so you can, uh, figure out what you should be betting more on and what you should be kind of be, uh, 
holding back on. So uh, that's all I got here. You have anything else to, to add on the live betting front? No, I think you got it. All right. Uh, I'm sure I missed something. So uh, if I did, you can always reach out to me in the Discord, sc.pn slash Discord, or on Twitter. Um, and of course, WinBet is the official online sports book of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there are tons of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays, a.k.a. WinBet's Build Your Own Bet. March Madness is almost here, plus plenty of ways to win getting down on the NBA, NHL, and XFL. Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, get $100, limited to state availability. And of course, for our DGENs only, if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you get $1,000 free credit. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Let's be 20 or older and present as they were playthrough and available. If you are something else, gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right, rather than into this uh, three-game slate for Wednesday, March 8th. You betcha. All righty here, kicking off uh, two games at 7.30. First one is the Chicago Blackhawks at the Detroit Red Wings. Game itself is in Detroit. Uh, Red Wings are minus 240 on the money line. Red Wings on the puck line are plus 110. Uh, Blackhawks on the money line are plus 200. Blackhawks on the puck line are minus 130. Over-under is at 6. Over-paying off minus 105. Under is minus 115. Um. This is a rivalry game, I guess, even though neither team really has anyone of note uh, left. The Blackhawks' best player right now is probably, uh, I don't even know. I, I have no idea. I mean, the Red Wings at least have Larkin, uh, Murray Sider there. So David Perron, they have a few pieces that maybe warrants them being a favorite here, but I don't think they should be minus 240. I mean, their recent form has been very poor. Lost six in a row, including one goal in each of the last two games against the Islanders and the Flyers. After losing to Seattle and Ottawa twice. Uh, Blackhawks did just beat Ottawa 5 nothing. You know, maybe they have that thing where they have guys coming up and taking advantage of the, of the situation and just putting all that effort there. So if I were to bet aside here, it would be the, the Blackhawks on a sprinkle at a plus 200. And then for the total, uh, Mrazek against Vili Huso. Um, first meeting of the season went was 4-3. Last year, 8-5, 6-3. So yeah, maybe we'll see a high-scoring game here. Maybe we'll get physicality and uh, some power plays and goals going back and forth. But uh, no no strong leans for either side here. Give me the Blackhawks. Uh, my line is only <laughs> minus 160 for the Wings. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I've bet on them in like a month, it feels like. Yes. <laughs> Um, and it's worked out last last little bit here because uh, they're shit now ever since the trade deadline. Even before that, they lost two games in a row to Ottawa there. They've been bad, really bad. And uh, losing the, those, those other guys, such that uh, Canucks there, uh, Hronik and Bertuzzi to the Bruins, Vrana to whomever, I don't remember. And uh, yeah, Blackhawks obviously lost uh, all their good players too, but uh, plus 200 here with two bad teams. I got to go that way. I mean, uh, they can show up. I just mentioned how it's going to be a minefield. So, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, if at only minus 160 for the wings. So, uh, Blackhawks plus 200, that, that's good. Very good. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, for the total, though, I kind of lean to the under just because it's, uh, you know, the Red Wings are, you know, they have trouble scoring. Billy Huzo's playing all right. Mrazic's playing even better, though, lately. He's, he's uh, on one of his hot runs. 
I'm sure. Uh, yeah, I think he's got. See, one more year. I don't know, but if not, uh, I'm sure he's playing for a contract here. Uh, seems like anyway the way he's been playing lately. Um, so yeah, I lean to the under, but uh, stronger play would be the Blackhawks plus two hundred. Just, uh, just a shitty game, and uh, I could see this one. Just, yeah, I don't, I don't see why anyone would want to lay minus two forty with the Red Wings uh, with their state of uh, things. Yeah, that's a, a bridge jumper bet that could go definitely wrong if, if you lay that on the Red Wings. Did you see uh, Alex Daylock had the shutout last night and Brady Kachuk was trying to trying to get at him? No. No, you didn't. Brady Kachuk was like being last held night? back. Yeah, in, in that 5 nothing game. And they couldn't score on him, oh, so yeah. I think Kachuk was trying to get, get him down in a fight or something. <laughs> that sounds like him, though. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, other 7.30 game here. we got the Minnesota Wild at the Winnipeg Jets. Game itself is in Winnipeg. Uh, Jets are minus 125. Wild are plus 105. Over-under is at 5.5. Over-paying off minus 120. Under at plus 100. Uh, what, do you, what do you got for this one? Oh, you know where I'm going with this one. Minnesota, St. Paul. It's uh, south of the border. They're playing tonight. Winnipeg, north of the border. They're not playing tonight. It's a border crossing game. Give me the Jets here, minus 125. My line is like minus 120 before that fact factors factors into it. So yeah, I, I quite like the Jets here. Um, the Wild are, uh, yeah, they're in a bit of a struggle here. A zero zero typical Wild tie with the Flames, who are um, you know one of the more physical teams. So they're in a bit of a battle. But uh, and the Jets. I mean, they're not, they're not playing great lately, so it's it's tough to trust them to win a game here, even at home where they've been better. But uh, they they had David Riddick in the net against the Sharks there, and then then they they just took the foot off the gas losing that game. I think that they can respond here uh, pretty well. And under five and a half plus one hundred is a uh, yeah, it's a wild game, so that's an auto bet, um, especially with Hellbuck in the net. And we'll get Flurry for the Wild. I know Gustafsson's been better. He's in that tonight, but I uh, still trust Flurry enough to do the job, especially behind that great defense. And uh, yeah, Wild just uh, <laughs> they can't score on anybody, and I, I think the Jets can do a good enough job keeping them to the perimeter and uh, maybe pot a couple lucky ones themselves, and uh, they can get their own two-one win and uh, get some uh, give a dose of their own medicine to the Minnesota Wild. Yeah, I completely agree with you there on both fronts. Uh, these are the two most under teams in the league this season jets at 67 percent wild at 62 percent and there, there's some six out there so if you can get under six at around minus 120 i'd take that under five and a half at even money is, is just as good there uh, as joel's saying wild can't score i mean karoka Prizov is really their whole entire team they had uh seven straight unders going into tonight i imagine that's good under so that's gonna be eight in a row and um 10 of their past 11 well, the, yeah, the Jets. I mean, they've they've scored a lot recently, a lot a lot of goals, but I see them kind of slowing it down against against a, a wild team here. Wild are 0 and 4 in their last four games on no days rest, so I love the Jets there even more at minus 125. Yeah, the under here has to be the play. Uh, first meeting this season was was 4-1 Minnesota, so seeing another low scoring game here. Uh, Jets minus 125, under five and a half at plus 100. Go down to the final game at 10 o'clock. We've got the Anaheim Ducks at the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, game itself is in Vancouver. Canucks are min- minus 215 on the money line. Uh, puck line is plus 115. Ducks are plus 185. Over-under is at 6.5. Over minus 115. Under minus 105. Uh, I'll pass this one to you, too. I didn't realize the Canucks were playing. So uh, what do you think for Vancouver on Wednesday? 
Yeah, massive line movement already on this game, but it's still not enough. <laughs> I got the Canucks right here, minus 231. Uh, Ducks are bad. They're playing tonight against the Kraken. It's another border crossing game. Uh, yeah, the, the Canucks mm. should shell the Ducks here. They, Of course, we, we say this all the time. Ducks are giving up an historic amount of shots per game. It's just a matter of their uh, goaltending getting hot. You know, that, that that helps the goalies sometimes. Just seeing so much shots. It's a it's an ironic thing where their their defense is so bad it actually helps the goalies somewhat because uh you know goalies goaltending is a lot about rhythm right it, it, once you get a, a bunch of saves then you you start seeing the puck more whereas it, it's sometimes harder if you're not seeing the puck at all and then uh, you know you, you let a little sneaker one through but if you're if you're seeing the puck all the time and getting 40 shots a game on you uh it, it can help you if if you got the right mentality for that and clearly John John Gibson is used to that but uh. I actually didn't know who's who's starting a net tonight. That I should think be a Gibson's good thing to look tonight. at. All right, then uh, even more on the Canucks for sure. Uh, that that probably explains some of this line movement as well. So yeah, give me the Canucks here. Um, kind of lean to the under six and a half. You know the Canucks are playing better defense. Uh, they're getting some great goaltending too. It was a nice uh, war between Arthur Silovs and UC Saros the other night. Um, yeah, the Canucks are, are going the opposite way of the Ducks, where they're they're getting better shot prevention. Uh, the power plays up, getting pretty good too for the Canucks, where the Ducks continues to be shit. So yeah, give me the Canucks in uh, regulation here. If you don't want the minus two fifteen, which I don't really recommend these days, but yeah, minus one thirty five. You can do the minus one and a half if you're a little scared. Um, and yeah, I uh, lean to the under too. I'm not sure if I'll be playing that myself, but that's where I would look if I were playing total. Yeah, I, I think I agree with you there that you have to take the Canucks. Uh, Ducks are one and nine, their last 10 on no days rest. It will be uh, Lucas Dostal that for them. I mean, he had a good start last time out, saving 24 of 26 against the Blackhawks. Before that, allowed uh, six and seven to the Lightning and the Sabres. Uh, Canucks must be frustrating. Canucks fans or Vancouver fans up there. Because they're winning games that they shouldn't. Uh, they should be tanking right now. They, they don't seem to be having any sort of plan. Uh, they've won back-to-back games against the Leafs and Predators at home. Uh, get up to 13-17-1 at home. Ducks are 10-18-6 and six on the road. So, yeah, you got to go uh, Canucks either regulation here. Or I might look at a, a Canucks team total. Uh, they've scored four goals in back-to-back games. Maybe look for the race to four possibly or just the over three and a half. Not sure what that's going to be at. Or like a Canucks over five and a half parlay because I, I don't see. I mean, Demko has been better, but I, I could see them putting up five or six against Dostal, and then the Ducks have enough enough talent to score two or three, two or two or three. I'd hope so. Yeah, I love the Canucks here, and I would lean to the over six at minus one fifteen. Right, so that was the uh, three game slate. We are both on Chicago. We lean Chicago's way plus two hundred because you can't bet on the Red Wings. Um, both of us are, I'm assuming, betting the Jets minus 125 and the under five and a half plus 100 there. Then that third game, Canucks, uh, whichever way you want to bet them. And then probably would probably don't bet the total because we, we both lean opposite ways. Um, all right. And now we wanted to touch on some uh, Western Conference futures here looking at, well, looking at just, just division title futures. I mean, the, the, the Bs have the Atlantic kind of locked up. The Metro isn't isn't too close. Hurricanes, Devils, Hurricanes should be able to pull away there eventually. But the Central and the Pacific are really where it's at. Uh, the Central, you got the Stars at plus 110, Abs at plus 175, and the Wild at plus 340. 
Uh, right now, Stars lead it with 81 points in 64 games. Wild have 78, three, three less points and one fewer, one less game. And the Avs, assuming they win tonight, will have five fewer points, but in um, two less games. So it's going to be close there at the top. Uh, what are you eyeing up here uh, if you haven't? If you weren't in this market already, what bet would you be looking at? I'd be looking at the hottest team in the division here, the Minnesota Wild, plus 340. Uh, that was uh, basically about plus 500 just a couple days ago. But then, of course, the Avalanche lost a couple times. Uh, Stars lost to the Flames, and the Wild uh, beat the um, uh, beat the Flames on the road on uh, Saturday. So. Yeah, uh, and, but that's at plus three forty. I think that they're they're right in the mix here. I would I would I would line that like plus two hundred, uh, and maybe the Avalanche plus two twenty, and the Stars at uh, like minus uh, uh, Stars maybe plus one hundred. I don't know. And then the Jets or uh, whatever the difference is, <laughs> they can have it. Uh, I don't think the Predators are making the playoffs, let alone winning the division. So they're out of the mix. But uh, for, yeah, for me, plus three forty for the Wild. Um, would make the most sense right now. No, I'm, I don't. I don't think. Well, the Avalanche. The reason why they're lying so low is that they have a an insanely easy schedule coming up. I mean, the Stars mm-hmm. also have a pretty easy schedule. The Wild is is tougher, but um, yeah. But the plus three forty, and they're taking on some tough teams already and beating them. So yeah, that that's where I would look for uh, for the Central. Obviously, I'm hoping for the Avs for multiple reasons, but. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a fun fight of the finish for in the West uh, once again, just like uh, last year. Yeah, uh, I think yeah, the Wild there might might be worth a play plus three forty. I was looking at the Az before the podcast. I, I on the odds comparison side, I use it had them at, at I think a plus two fifteen, which I liked. I think still plus one seventy five might not be bad. I think they're pretty much fully healthy with Landis Gog potentially coming back at some point. During the year, they do have the easiest strength of schedule remaining, according to a power rankings guru. Stars, though, right at sixth, sixth easiest, and the Wild at the ninth easiest. But looking at the games, the abs coming up after tonight, Kings, Coyotes, then road trip, Montreal, Toronto, Ottawa, Detroit, then home against Chicago, Pittsburgh, Arizona, at Arizona, at Anaheim. Like, that's they could go just on a run here after after losing three in a row. So, and I think they, they want to get back in gear. If they can get healthy, get get their lines going and get back in gear going into the playoffs. They, they look like the favorite in the West. So that probably my play here just because I, I don't, I don't trust the wild offense. So I, I like Gustafson. I like Gustafson in that. I love betting their unders, but I don't know if I can, I can trust them to, to beat some of these teams that are able to score a bit more. And the Avs are winning like three, nothing or four, nothing now, I think against the sharks. So thank uh, God. Fuck the sharks. They're finally getting uh, pummeled in the, and a game that I'm against them in. <laughs> yeah, f- f- finally for you. Uh, I- I'm on the puck line there, so uh, I-, I think they'll think they'll cover that one. Right, uh, we are also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is your home for off-season NFL best ball drafts, and they also got you covered for a ton of other daily games, including NBA, NHL, and PGA. Underdog Fantasy is a great way to get down on your favorite player props if they're not available in your state. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. All right, we uh, let's move over to the Pacific now. Pacific, you still got four teams in it here. You got the Golden Knights at plus 125, the Kings at plus 240, the Kraken at plus 350, 
and the Oilers at plus 600. Um, I, I, I want to bet on the Oilers. I just think they, they have what it takes to go on a run here. The Kraken, I, I don't trust their goaltending. I guess maybe the Kings, we'll see how they are with uh, Gavrikov and if Corpusalo can be incorpor- incorporated into that uh, that team system there. Vegas, I haven't trusted them without uh, Mark Stone and with their goaltending, but they've proven me wrong. They have the uh, most points tied with the Kings with two fewer games played. So I'd probably just have to go with the go with the Knights as the favorite at plus 125 or look at the uh, Oilers as a long shot at plus 600. I, I don't trust the Kings or, or the Kraken. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you mentioned Mark Strong out, out to the playoffs at the earliest. Um, but yeah, plus 600 for the Oilers is, is the way you got to look. They're only... Uh, oh, man, I should have pulled up the standings here. Give me one second. They're only... Uh, Fucking thing. Fucking Google. Uh, I give up. Do you want the Oilers? They're not that. Yeah. Well, how, Oilers how are, are, are four points back, but they've played two more games than Vegas. Yeah. Well, the interesting that this line didn't move when. Uh, um, I mean, they're, they're obviously going to move it eventually, but they love the Knights just lost to the Panthers there, so they're only one game back. Um, well, four points back, and they they played one more game so yeah that that's oh, yeah. Let, let, me, let me yeah they're now four points back with only one only one more game yeah correct yeah so i don't see why it's plus 600 um that's a bit confusing i guess with uh two teams in front of them too but like you said can't trust the crack and kings are playing a lot better lately and they get some, getting some goaltending too corpus Alls look fine gavrikov's fit in like a glove better than i expected uh, he's got more offensive jump than I, I figured he did. I guess uh, that just shows how much I watched uh, the Blue Jackets. <laughs> I thought he just pure defense. But anyway, yeah, Oilers plus 600 is the only way you look. I mean, uh, even in these games that they're losing, they're, 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 better, they're the better team usually. And they absolutely dummied the Leafs the other night, showing what they can be uh, at their best. So, yeah, what's their uh, strength of schedule looking like here? Yeah, at uh, number 24, so that's pretty easy. They got to play the Bruins, Leafs, Knights twice. There you go. You got you get to play the Knights twice, the Kraken once, and the Kings twice. So really, that's in their hands. Uh, that's five games against the teams in front of them. So uh, I love the Oilers here, plus six hundred. You know, I'm already exposed on them, but uh, if I could find a similar line on uh, a different book, I can <laughs> uh, <laughs> maybe join you and add some more on the on the Oilers here because uh, I think that they got a lot better chance than. Um, Plus six hundred, which uh, is uh, it's odds of fourteen percent. I think it's more like thirty mm-hmm. percent. I think I I just had money puck up. I think money puck has them around twenty something. Uh, they have them at nineteen point five percent. So yeah, pretty much twenty percent, like like you said. So there, there is some value there. I said thirty percent. I'm stronger on the Oilers than money puck. I, mean, I don't think Money Puck has updated tonight yet, so maybe it'll be it'll be updated uh, after that. But yeah, they also got um, Ty Zekholm has I think been overlooked as one of uh, the key additions of the deadline. Everyone's like, oh, Patrick Kane, you know, Tarasenko, O'Reilly to the Leafs, but the Oilers finally got a top defenseman that can play defense, can play both ways. It's not a it's not a uh, Tyson Berry type or Darnell Nurse even or. I guess Clefbaum, I don't know if, I think Clefbaum was more two-way when he was, he was healthy enough to play, but 
Uh, Ackholm's a, a big piece, and they also got Nick Bukestad there. Evander Kane should be coming back sometime soon, I think. I'm not sure exactly what his uh, timeline is, but they had, I think, Ryan McLeod up on the top line in his spot. So he skated yesterday, Evander Kane did. So when he comes back, it's even better for the Oilers. So, yeah, I think you, you can't go wrong here with the Oilers at uh, plus 600. Uh, one more thing here. The Jets, I threw this out on this court. The Jets are minus 210 to make the playoffs. I, I thought that was pretty short. Uh, I don't have enough liquidity right now to tie up money there, but I, I don't see the Preds catching them. And unless the Flames finally catch some sort of break, I don't see them catching them either. Yeah, uh, well, um, I mean, I, I played uh, the Predators to miss, but it's basically the same kind of thing, except you don't get the, the Flames uh, getting in there instead. Because uh, basically I have, uh, yeah, Predators to miss, and uh, if either the Flames or Jets get in, it, it's it's curtains for the Preds. But, yeah, you could play a minus 210 for the Jets to make it instead. Uh, I mean, they're playing poorly right now, and the goaltending has uh, dried up somewhat. But, uh, yeah, I think that's still a safe bet. Um, but the, the Predators have been uh, – they've been kind of scaring me with my my, my bet there. Uh, I don't know if uh, they, they got the they, – they have a really tough schedule, so I, I should uh, calm down a bit. They got a few easy teams coming up. Then after that, it's an absolutely awful, awful stretch, um, including the likes of uh, the Bruins, the Canes, the Leafs, Knights, Stars, Kings – so, yeah, uh, they're, they're going to have a, a tough time coming home, and then uh, they, they should give up at some point. But, um, yeah, for the Jets, what is their strength of schedule? They're eh, right in the middle. they got to play Boston, the Canes as well. Devils, too. Ugh. Um, Yeah, I mean, that that's fine. Uh, you can do that. But in better news, as they're up 5 nothing, it feels <laughs> so fucking good. Uh, it's going to be another losing night, but just uh, dominating these fucking Sharks is it just going to make uh, everything – Everything all right, and I'm going to sleep peacefully knowing that the Sharks are uh, put to bed so I don't have to fucking bet them anymore. <laughs> They've shown they exposed themselves finally to me. I realized way too late that uh, they're a shell and a fraud in terms of their stats that I kept up believing in, and uh, they can fucking die. <laughs> yeah, the uh, Pacific Division market just opened up on another sports book here, and they have the Oilers at plus 450, so that's probably more in line with what it should be. So if you can find uh, higher than that, plus 600, definitely uh, place a bet down on it. I'm about to do that myself. Uh, but, yeah, it's going to be definitely interesting to watch in the West. Both uh, division title races are going to be up for grabs. Uh, Preds might make a push for the playoffs, but it does look like we have the eight playoff teams decided. With I mean, the Jets being the minus 210 to make it. They're the only one, really, that, that could miss it. The East, I guess, I mean, Penguins fans were panicking early tonight. Islanders, did they they want to right? Islanders beat the yes, yeah, Islanders sir. beat the Sabers. So Sabers one time bet the Sabers. <laughs> yeah, so Sabers, Sens, and Panthers are now uh, at least three or four points behind a, a playoff spot now with with more games played or the same amount of games played. So unless the Islanders falter and and the Sens or Sabers can get hot, I, I think that's pretty much it. Both both playoff races might be might be uh, wrapped up by. I mean. I think the season ends like April 9th or 10th. So saying early April is like the end of the season anyway, but maybe even by mid, thir- mid to late March. 13th? Yeah, right so. there, early, early to mid-April. But luckily we do have those uh, division races in the West as we went over. We'll continue to monitor them as the season moves along. I think uh, all the player awards seem to be, 
either fairly locked up or at a point where there's not much value anyway. So those would be the future markets to look at, along with, of course, the to win the conference and to win the cup. We'll get more into those uh, as the season comes to an end. Okay, uh, make sure you are subscribed to the Hockey Yummy Podcast and turn on those auto downloads to get those in your feed immediately to get those bets in before the lines move. Plenty of that with us recording the night before. And uh, leave us a five-star rating review on Apple, five-star rating on Spotify, and follow us on Twitter at HockeySGPN. Going to be trying to do some more clips, make some graphics, some just interactive stuff throughout the night with uh, videos that are highlights are going on. So follow us over there. And make sure you get in the Discord, sg.pm slash Discord. That's where we are uh, most active. Always tons of conversation going on in there. Throwing out my live bets, throwing out uh, my card for the, for the entire slate before the game start. So, uh, yeah, make sure you get in Discord. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. And um, I am Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm Joel Mine. You'll find me hoping that somehow the Flames Wild game ends 0 0. Final result, a tie <laughs> for the good of the Slim Jim. So, on your Sunday best, boys. <laughs>